Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everybody, to the Alt Left. This is episode 104. I'm your host, Chris. With me is Drew. Good evening, everyone. And Kay. Hey, you're not allowed to steal that from me. Good I'm evening, tr- everyone. I'm trying something new. What the shit is that? <laughs> I I do not approve, and I I expect some sort of reparation. There has been a thiefening. I believe that's a hate crime. Well, I mean, that was my intention, so... Hey, little check mark for today. Look, you've assaulted a white man in America. This is not going to go well for you. Just getting revenge wherever I can. <laughs> I mean, he is he is another white man in America. Only partially. Yeah, fair enough. Mostly, but sure. Not the he's, spleen. He's, he's Caucasian presenting. It's fine. The spleen is not white. That is true. I'm most definitely passing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, beyond white passing privilege for all of us. Drew, you want to talk about uh, the the uh, the fascist in America's wang, the uh, the Florida man in a tie, the the what the fuck else can I call that piece of shit, Ron DeSantis? Uh, I like to go with Ron DeFuhrer. Ron DeFuhrer, I like it. Yeah, well, uh, it's pretty much a given that he's definitely running for president. We uh, just got news that he is coming to California to both fundraise and he's, he'll be giving a speech at the uh, Reagan Library, which is not that far from the three of us, on Sunday. He's going to run for president and he's going to win. I'm going to go ahead and predict that right now. That is your alt-left prediction. Ron DeSantis, at this point, if unless somebody else jumps in that I don't know about it, whether it's Trump or anyone else, Ron DeSantis is going to win. He's going to take it. Joe Biden will be a one-term president. Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. And we've kind of been calling that for a long time, I think, anyway, um, that if he ran, he was going to win. So I, I'm not I, I don't think anybody is surprised at this point. Yeah, the only thing he's currently got working against him is uh, a lot of his policies, while they certainly have appeal in Florida, have less national appeal, especially in what would be considered the flyover states. A lot of the uh, transgender bills and abortion bills and things that are just sailing through the Florida legislature are butting up against opposition in a lot of those states. However, he has a year to convince the party faithful to get on board. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, yes, absolutely. Like, There's no way as president he's ever going to be able to pull the shit off uh, nationally that he's pulled off in Florida. But I don't think he cares. He wants to be fucking president. Like, that's the thing is... We were actually talking in our Discord with Tiberius about this today, uh, which, by the way, if you haven't joined your Discord, you should. There's political commentary. It's a whole lot of fun, and you can come and hang out, and um, I'll send you pictures of my cat. You should join the Discord. It's a hoot. Anyway, links are on the Twitter. But the um, the thing about DeSantis is is that people are saying, oh, he's human trafficking, and he's I can't believe he's doing this with Disney and with with HIV patients and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, Ron DeSantis is a fucking clown, and it's a total shit show, and he's an absolute fucking monster. And that stuff wouldn't fly nationally. I don't think it will. But it's not the point. He's energizing his base. He's making a name for himself. And now he is a darling among conservatives and right-wingers. He's a fucking guest of honor on Fox News constantly. Tucker uh, Tucker sucks his dick more vigorously than he even did for Trump. Ron DeSantis is the new savior of the Republican Party. You know, as we've seen Mitch McConnell fall from grace, Trump has fallen from grace, Mike Pence don't ever give a fuck about him anyway. Ted Cruz just sucks. And 
he's kind of one of those guys where it's like he has enough clout and power that they're never going to kick him out of the room, but like they're never going to put up Ted Cruz. But Ron DeSantis is the exact kind of fucking fascist they're looking for. He is the exact kind of piece of shit who will have all the talking points and all the ability to fundraise and get headlines. And it doesn't matter what he actually accomplishes. He's made a name for himself. The party fucking loves him. And he has pushed the right wing party line and talking points at, at, at all, at all ability. See, I actually kind of disagree. I think once he gets into office, he is going to be able to push a lot of the shit that he did in Florida. The big issue is next year with the third of the Senate that's up is actually very favorable to Republicans. They only need to pick up three seats to take the majority. And once they do that, they'll eliminate the filibuster and pass whatever the fuck they want. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. The It's it's going to be hard for the Democrats to get a supermajority, to, to get all three branches. It really is. I, do, I just don't see them getting both bicameral sides of Congress. The Democrats, no, they're not going to. The Republicans probably will. No, I, was saying, I don't think the Republicans will be able to get both the House and the Senate. That's not what you said. You said Democrats. Oh, I meant the Republicans. Yeah, and I disagree. Like I said, it's a very favorable map for the Republicans. The two most vulnerable seats or the ones that are easiest for them to pick up are Democrats in very red states. So you get those two right there. They've already even even things up. They only need to pick up one more. I don't think the they're going to lose the House. In fact, I think they'll probably gain a couple of seats in the House just because they can play with their outrage. And if the various election laws that are at the Supreme Court go their way, they're just going to pick their winners anyhow. I guess. I mean, we'll find out. There's there's one good thing that could come from when DeSantis wins the presidency is at least we'll stop funneling billions of dollars into fucking Ukraine. Sure. It's my one silver lining. <laughs> now, <laughs> we're then going to fund billions of dollars into more tax breaks for the wealthy. It's not great, but I at least we're not trucking it overseas to a fucking Nazi country anymore. That'll be nice. I got to find one silver lining of a DeSantis presidency because it's going to be a fucking nightmare shit show far worse than anything Trump ever did. Yeah, well, small favors. But anyway, let's talk about some of the fascism that uh, DeSantis has come up with. Hit me. Hit me where it hurts, Drew. (laughs) A new Florida bill that uh, was introduced earlier this week will require bloggers who write about the governor and legislators to register with the state. Effectively, they want the they basically want anybody in Florida to have state run media for everything. Any sort of uh, opinions about the governor has to be vetted through their office, not just the governor, but the attorney general's office, any uh, state level government authority has to be vetted through them. And remember, this is the party of free speech. They can't believe that that's going to actually like pass Supreme Court scrutiny, right? Yeah, that's that'll pass in Florida. It's going to it's going to struggle in the Supreme Court. Federal courts are where it's going to get fucked. That's what I'm talking about. Like. They, they can't imagine that that's actually going to pass, like that that's going to. If this were two years ago, I would say maybe with the makeup of the current Supreme Court, I'm not so sanguine that they're not going to say, well, yeah, this is not actually an infringement on your First Amendment right. States have the ability to infringe on their own speech. Because so that was actually used uh, during the 1800s, and they will absolutely call back to that time. We'll find out. I, I have a hard time believing even this right-wing Supreme Court uh, will take such an egregious action against the First Amendment um, because that would also require things like Fox News to do that. Any news outlet there. Yeah, I mean, this would have to be everyone. This would have to be Ben Shapiro, like everything. OAN. Like literally anybody that goes into the state is going to have to abide by these same rules. Like there's no freaking way. 
this is the thing that's really chilling about this bill and why I think it's important to talk about. You guys might be right. It may ultimately amount to nothing, but one of the biggest parts of the bills is the blogger is required to say who is paying them in order to say these things. And if you can't produce anything, it's treated as a uh, just unidentified source, and then you're going to be fined for it. And a result of $2,500 a day with a cap of 2500 per posting. So basically, not only are they trying to have state-run media, they're also trying to eliminate whistleblowers and any sort of confidential sources. Absolutely. But that's something. This isn't going to fly. I don't think this is an attempt from Ron DeSantis to actually make this happen. I think he would love it to happen. Don't get me wrong. But at this point, he's just swinging for the fences. Like, again, he's trying to run for president. He was already fucking mailing people. (laughs) Like, this guy isn't afraid of shit. He really is Florida, man. He doesn't fucking care. He's just swinging for the fences and he's doing the most outrageous things that will get him headlines. This is a publicity move like everything else is. And everything that he can get to stick to the wall, great. It's a boon for him. Holy shit. He was able to human traffic people and not get in trouble. No charges pressed. Fucking A, right on. Like The fact that Biden didn't go in there and do anything is just amazing to me. Like I just, I can't, like the weakness of Joe fucking I don't give a shit about anybody Biden still it shouldn't but it still surprises me to this day like he was human trafficking people like how how did he not basically say until the governor until the governor of Florida makes reparations the FAA is closing down every airport in Florida we will not allow Florida to operate in airspace until DeSantis removes this decision, rescinds it, and makes reparations to the family. Because let me tell you something, the powerful elite of Florida would have fucking eaten him for breakfast at that point, because he would have killed business in Florida. Yeah, but that would have required Biden to have anything resembling a spine. Uh-huh. But it's like, DeSantis is easily stopped. That's that's the part that always pisses me off, is, is little bitches like this guy are so easily thwarted. By the federal government. That's why the federal system is kind of nice. It's because it's really easy to nail a state when they go out of line. But they won't. Yeah, they they have to have the will to do that first. Yeah. And our federal government doesn't have the will to actually slap down states doing really shady, horrible shit. Because our federal government is ineffectual. Our president is ineffectual. The Supreme Court is the only one that has any kind of balls, and they're so fucking crazy right-wing at the moment that we get things like the repeal of Roe v. Wade, and they do absolutely nothing to actually help states that are actually trying to help. You know, they're okay with with curtailing all kinds of rights, but, you know, they're, they're not really interested in expanding them. Yeah, but that's the uh, typical conservative playbook. They're not really interested in expanding rights for everyone. They're interested in protecting rights for the people that already have them. Let's see. What else has um, they been up to? Oh, uh, the new oversight for Reedy Creek and Disney has started just this week. Oh, yeah. I I was curious about that. Yeah, and I have uh, mixed feelings about this. I think Disney got far too many uh, tax breaks for the last 50 years, and they probably should be paying more to their unto the state that is hosting them and bringing literally billions of dollars a year but this was absolutely just political retaliation and one of the highlights is uh desantis decided to keep reedy creek he renamed it he gave it some 
you know, stupid bullshit bureaucratic Florida name, like, yeah, hoo, hoo, we're in charge now. And uh, they passed a law saying that he alone gets to uh, appoint five members to the board to oversee Disney. One of them is uh, Ron Perry, an Orlando-based pastor who has called homosexuality evil and has uh, put forth a theory that tap water is sending people gay because of the amount of estrogen in it. Got it. So absolutely nothing based in science or like moderation. What are you talking about? Every time I get a cool glass of tap water, I just reach for the wiener. Like that is how you science do? works, dude. Yeah, that's a, drink some fucking tap water. Stop drinking your bottle of water, you fucking soy boy woke bitch. That's true. It is a fact. I I I make coffee out of out of tap water. Does that no, count? It doesn't count. No. Oh. Yeah, the caffeine. Uh, the caffeine uh, no, the caffeine counteracts the estrogen. This is a well. I, what I was thinking is maybe that the the boiling of the water counteracted the effect of turning people gay. What no, color no, no, are no, the no. coffee grounds? What? What color are the coffee grounds? Uh, they're brown. See, woke nonsense gone around. Got it. Sorry, I apologize. Tap water doesn't have color. It's the master beverage, and that is why. Wait, it turns you gay. I'm not really sure where this was going, but the point is. You're wrong, because <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he has also linked homosexuality to the fall of the Roman Empire, and has said that the LGBTQIA community don't have a stake in the future because they don't have children, and they call Andy's called gay people deviant, which pretty par for the course as far as uh, homophobes go. And this guy is going to be in charge of what Disney can do. I'm curious nice. how. Like, what do you mean in charge? Uh, essentially anytime Disney wants to do any sort of expansion or change their parks or add a service or anything, they need to get permission from this board. Oh man, they should just dismantle the park and move out. They really should. They're not gonna, cause it's no. a trillion dollar investment at this point for them, but yeah, they really should. I was going to say they're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just curious if like Colorado would be like, yep, pack it in and we will give you free taxes forever. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, last year when this was first passed, I recall the governor of Colorado saying, we've got plenty of space here. Yeah. Yeah, but who wants to go to Colorado for Disney? I'd rather go to Colorado than Florida. Yeah, I well, in the in the middle of winter. Disney World. I went to Disney World. Granted, I was like nine at the time, but it was uh, during a spring break. And Yeah, but Disney it's... World during a snowstorm sounds fucking awful. I would rather go to hell in a hibachi than Florida. Have you been to Florida? <laughs> I have been to Florida multiple times. Then why Florida the fuck blows. do you doubt this? Florida is a garbage place filled with garbage people. Florida sucks. Don't get also, me wrong. I agree. If you can't figure out a way to just ignore a storm, a snowstorm, then you have no faith in Disney, my friend. That's right. <laughs> the Disney drone. They'll just make a whole park fucking covered. <laughs> they'll they'll just they'll just glass in the entire place. Sounds good to me. To be fair, that actually sounds kind of cool. Imagine having like a dome. They could project whatever they want, like a perfectly sunny day, or like, oh, it's time for a snowstorm with Elsa. Poof! Like you'd actually be able to do a lot of cool stuff with that. Yeah, that doesn't actually sound terrible, terribly bad. But uh, it's a moot point. They're never going to move away from Florida. They have too much no. money there. And they brought back Bob Iger, whose number one priority is making sure that whatever company's in charge of makes money. Yep. So they're going to bow down and capitulate. Yeah. Well, I mean, they basically don't have a choice to capitulate. They do, but it would require getting rid of the current board. And like I said, it required them to have the balls to actually leave the state. They could just call DeSantis tomorrow and say, okay, you win. 
we're going to cease all operations in Florida. Yep. Yeah, but that'll never happen. No, but they should. And honestly, even threatening that would cause his poll numbers to tank amongst the business community. Sure. Well, it still won't happen. No, it won't. I'm not saying that it will. I'm just saying that's one of those things that should have. And it's another example of if somebody actually threw an elbow, Ron DeSantis would be done. Yes. And everyone's afraid of hurting him. It's like right now he's fragile. This is the time to hurt him. But they don't want to. Uh, Another bill that's coming up in Florida is going to allow parents to potentially kidnap their children if they suspect that uh, they will be going through gender affirming care. And that includes kidnapping them from some other state and even kidnapping them if the court has already terminated any of their parental rights. They can do that. Come to Florida and Florida will protect them. Wait, so if you were to to go from Florida, let's just say to Georgia because it's next to it, right? Yes. Steal your child from Georgia and bring them to Florida. Florida will protect them if they say from the state of Georgia. Uh, yeah, if uh, they can say or prove or even have a hint that the child is going through any sort of gender affirming care, regardless of extradition laws. Yes, they are, act- and they will ignore extradition laws in this particular case. That's what the bill is designed to do. That's some crazy shit right there. It's yeah, Florida. And extradition between states is interesting, but it can just, it's really only enforced because states decide they're going to enforce it. Usually that's the kind of stuff where it's like you commit some sort of crime in another state and they want you, the state gives you up. Typically, yes. But as you learned in recent history, the Republican Party does not believe in tradition. They don't believe in keeping anything. The Republican Party has gone batshit crazy off the rails. Like everything's off the table. Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Oh, just wait till we get to what I'm going to talk about in Tennessee. Yeah, none of this stuff really surprises me because they they as much telegraphed all of this last year when they were coming into power that they were going to try and do as much as they can, as quickly as they can, because I think they realize that they have a shrinking window where they'll actually have authority. That I agree with. Anyway, what's going on in Tennessee? Well, no, hold on. No, we're still talking about DeSantis. Uh, Yeah, I've only got a couple more bills left, and they are more or less expansions of the Don't Say Gay bill. There is one that uh, is coming up that will ban any uh, school from using a child's preferred pronouns and will actually punish the uh, staff of the school for doing so. Nice. Not surprised. And I'm uh, I'm not surprised a bit. And finally, another one that uh, targets gender-affirming care. This one is going to require that you get written consent from your doctor after every appointment for your puberty blockers. Essentially, you have to go through and learn about how puberty blockers work so you have informed consent every time you want your prescription filled. Okay, All right, good to so, continue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other part of that bill is also that it will prevent people being Uh, that are born in Florida from amending their birth certificate to reflect their uh, personal own sex or their gender, uh, unless you have unresolvably ambiguous genitalia. So if you're born intersex, then you can choose what gender your, your birth certificate shows? I am assuming you would have to go through an absolutely humiliating, hellish, awful ordeal with a panel of Florida approved doctors to fucking right. poke and prod at you and make decisions about your genitalia for you. More than likely, yes. But it's just, it's wow. another thing that's going to put up more and more roadblocks 
towards uh, people being who they are. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, a lot of this is going to be inconvenience, particularly the puberty blocker things. I mean, that's it's honestly just an aggravation roadblock. It's not going to stop anybody from getting the care that they're seeking. It's just going to be, okay, well, here, let me read through the paperwork again. And eventually the doctor's just going to be like, okay, you do this. I'm going to go on a coffee break and then we'll uh, move on. So it's really just going to be annoying and it's going to cause people to miss appointments or cause there to be less appointments just because of it's going to be a time sink. I just don't get the fucking transgender thing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I get it why politicians care because stupid rednecks care and so it helps their numbers. I just don't understand why so many people give a fuck about people's pronouns or their fucking gender. Like, I just, it makes no sense whatsoever. It boggles me constantly. It is such a basic like who gives a shit why do you care it is it is tucker carlson freaking out over how hot an m&m is it's the same shit it's like how the fuck is this important in your life at all and like i know culture wars but like there's better things to have culture wars over like if the republican party wants to have culture wars like again you got fucking ukraine you got tax money you got Buttigieg fucking burning trains like you got so much shit that you can have a fucking culture war over that actually matters to like constantly put all energy into just hating trans people i, I it just boggles me i do not get the hate that the common right-wing dipshit has. I understand, and I understand it fairly easily. They're an easy uh, people to punch down on. They don't have as many people to advocate for them as businesses or taxes or the military-industrial complex sending money to Ukraine or anything that um, you've just railed against. This is the most vulnerable class, and so it was easier for them to latch onto it and keep punching. I guess... I just, but I don't get the punching down. Like it just makes no fucking sense to me. And maybe it's just little dick energy. I gotta pick on someone's shit. Maybe it really is that simple. I just, I just don't get how this came out of nowhere. And it just, it, it just, it, it went from like so few people care about it to being a nightly national news issue every night in America. It makes no sense to me. It's the same reason why anybody cares about what anybody else is doing in their own bedroom or with their own body or telling someone else what to do. It's about control. Yeah. And maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And maybe it's more about, you know, it's the new gay because it is now being gay is too socially acceptable. And so they had to find a new thing for the religious right to cringe on. Yeah, that's all it is. It's control. It's it's the same thing with abortion. They don't actually care about the children. They care about the control of the woman. And they, uh, they spent the last couple of years just more or less throwing whatever uh, against the wall for outrage and see if it sticks. It was fentanyl. It was immigrants. It was a non-gay marriage. It was women in the workplace. And finally, they found the one that seemed to resonate for whatever reason. And now they've just completely latched onto it. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. It's about control. It's about the flavor of the, the month in terms of who we can oppress I, that's that's the only way that I can see this as being anything that makes any sense to me because normal people don't give a fuck about what their neighbor does in their bedroom. I, I sure as fuck don't. I don't care what somebody else does with their own body. 
Like it, it just makes no sense to me other than they just simply want to control people. I don't think it's control. I just don't at all. I don't think it has anything to do with it because this is just hate. Well, it's absolutely hate. But if they didn't care about what someone else did with their own body, then what would you have to hate? Again, I, I just I don't I don't think it's a control issue. I think this is again, it's I think that it's hard to be anti-gay anymore because now the consensus has shifted that then you, if you're hateful towards gay people, you're a bigot. And so I think it's just this is a new target in order to be a shithead. Um, I think abortion's about control. That's about forcing women into the homestead and to stay in marriages and that kind of thing. But I just don't. I think I, I, I don't think they actually care about controlling trans people. I think they just care about focusing hate towards a group on this one. Well, sure. I don't disagree that that they care about focusing hate towards someone, but these kinds of bills where they looking at persecuting people for any particular action, that's controlling someone. Yeah, but again, but it's not. It's persecution. Yeah, but persecution and control go hand in hand. Yeah. They don't. They, they Persecution requires control, but it doesn't make it the motivator. And that's think, the difference, because there was a motivation okay. to controlling women's bodies, just like there's a motivation to controlling money, and there's a motivation to controlling taxation, there's a motivation to controlling voter districts, but it's not hatred, it's, it's a different motivation, it's about power, and I don't think this is a power move against trans people, I think this is, I think it's requiring I power. I do. I, I don't think that they actually care about trans people. I don't think that they actually care about gay people. I think that it is about controlling someone else and they can't control as fervently gay people because it's become so accepted. Now they're focusing on trans people because that's less accepted. And so they're going to focus... Okay, but control for what end for abortion? Control for what end Again, for money other than control, power? Co- no, it's just control. power. But power over what? Like, that's the thing. When you control women, you can control an entire gender from the workforce. You can control them to stay in marriages. You can control their finances. Money is an ends to unlimited power, unlimited wealth and goods and services. Controlling trans people doesn't bring you anything. There's no gain with the exception of like votes and that kind of thing. But then it's a zeitgeist. Then it's a, then it's a culture war. But then it's not about control. It's about the outrage. And yes, that's fine. That outrage, like, brings, that outrage brings forth a means of control. I agree. It's probably not about controlling trans yeah, people. They the are motivator. a convenient target and they are going to be convenient victims once they get into power. They're using this as a path to the power that they're seeking. Yeah, it's a vehicle. I don't think it's the the goal. That I can agree with, yes. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. I, I, I mean, when I talk about the controlling people, like, that's what I see it as. Like, it's an ends to a means. Yeah, but, but, but control for its own motive Or means to an end, pardon me. Is, is a, I, I want to control what they do because it makes me feel better to control them. And I don't think that's what this is. I don't think they're sitting at home going, oh, ah, yes. trans people do what I say. Like, no, I don't think. No, no, no. Correct. Yes. And, and I, if I, if that was the impression that I gave, I didn't mean it that specifically. I meant control as in that, you know, they, 
they're simply doing it because it's the flavor of the month of the thing that that they need to to focus on to drum up anger towards it, yeah exactly to to be able to uh, garner support from other people and and have that support behind them yeah now on that exact same train so uh, a listener uh, exosmonkey 82 actually forwarded me uh, an email uh, brought out by an organization called M- uh, NMAC uh, it's an AIDS epidemic uh, organization and Tennessee is passing a law where they have cut all federal funding for HIV and AIDS research prevention uh, medication everything now this isn't again what I said this is they've cut federal funding and this is the state of Tennessee so there's no reason for this this money didn't come from Tennessee right these are federal funds so so how does a state cut federal funding quite easily federal funding is offered to states they just say no thank you Oh, got it. Okay. I misunderstood yeah, how so, that but, was. Okay. And it's unfortunate because it actually shouldn't be that easy. Like when federal funds are granted for something for the benefit of the populace, it actually should be a guaranteed right. And I think the reason it hasn't, because up until recently, who in their fucking right minds would turn down federal funding for anything? Who cares? The federal government wants to give you a billion dollars to have a basket weaving program. Then so fucking be it. Like, let's do it. Like, it's not our money. And until very recently, states have never wanted to turn down federal funding. But yeah. ever since Obamacare, that's been the thing, is they say, no, we're not going to take your fucking money. And they just, they're just they going to fight the man and rah, 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 something, something black people. And so now they're doing the same thing with HIV patients. You have to ask, well, why? Right? What's the purpose of this? So this comes down to kind of what we were talking about with control being the vehicle. So it starts off again, what do you know, with fucking trans people. Matt Walsh, the absolute limp dick piece of shit that he is. If you don't know who he is, he's just this. If if you could just think of the most losery, shithead, libertarian white man who's so afraid of his own shadow, he has to try to be clever. And he would be the best thing if the government would just get out of his way. And also the Jews, um, that's what he looks like. He's just this fucking middle-aged douchey white dude he just sucks and he is constantly making specials making youtube videos he's a he's a he's a big writer for the daily wire which if you don't know what the daily wire is it's just an english-speaking daily stormer basically it's just turned into a super alt-right fucking newspaper if you can call it that and so what's happened is the republican governor bill lee has cut this funding because of him and you have to say how did that happen so i i did i I read the letter that they were sending out and by the way just so what the state of tennessee you know basically said that in here i'll even i'll even say tennessee has provided hiv surveillance testing and prevention services through two federal awards from the centers for disease control integrated hiv surveillance prevention programs and then support for ending the epidemic in the United States, another CDC program. Tennessee's current administration is examining areas where it is in the best interest of Tennesseans for the state to assume financial responsibility for services that have historically been federally funded. Accordingly, the grant contracts that the state has held with entities receiving these CDC pass-through funds will terminate May 31st, 2023. We anticipate, therefore, the drawing down of funds from these two awards would discontinue. Like, so... They're saying the state's going to assume responsibility. And then also, like, and also, so we expect that these will be discontinued. This is from the governor's office, just so you know. Yeah. Like, that letter came from Ralph Alvarado, the commissioner. And so the question is, why? So basically, Matt Walsh did this big thing where he went after Vanderbilt University. 
uh, or Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, uh, which is a huge medical center. And they do trans-affirming care. And basically, kind of like, remember how they used to go after Planned Parenthood for like, oh, they got baby fetuses in the dumpster. And they're doing none of that shit was true. They're selling organs. It's the same thing. Right now, Matt Walsh and, and all these, these fucking limp dick assholes have been going out and saying they're they're mutilating children. Even saw Donald Trump has been listening to this. And he even made a speech saying, you know, they're performing surgery on babies and blah, blah, blah. And the whole fake outrage is to try to convince you that they are performing gender surgery on six-year-olds. And that's not happening. They don't give gender-affirming surgery on children. No, of course not. The only thing someone of a minor age can get is things like puberty blockers, hormone care, that kind of things that are completely reversible if they change their mind as an adult. Right? Getting gender-affirming surgery is an adult decision for adults. But that doesn't matter because science, energy, and facts do not matter to these fuckwits. They're just pieces of shit, and they don't actually care about reality. Because, again, this is manufacturing outrage. That's the point of it. Uh, and so what they did was they 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 basically tried to go after uh, the funds to help any transgender people. And long story short, a lot of this was federally guaranteed. And they tried cutting uh, stuff to um, uh, Planned Parenthood. And that couldn't. So Planned Parenthood threatened to sue because they actually legally couldn't. And so basically, at that point, all they could do is because some of the money, a, a very, very small amount, uh, of the money from these CDC grants were helping also transgender care as well. And so the only way to do it was to do a nuclear option, right? And so instead of focusing on cutting funds for Planned Parenthood and the Tennessee Transgender Task Force, which was what the governor was trying to do, as soon as they threatened to sue, he didn't want to go after that. And so the administration just pulled the plug on the entire thing, which is, by the way, $8.3 million in annual grants. And this is money for HIV prevention, prevention, surveillance, and treatment. This is also providing life-saving drugs to people who don't have it. This is providing um, antiviral drugs, like prevention drugs, right? Because now we have prevention drugs that can stop someone who is HIV positive from transmitting to their partner, which is fucking yeah. huge. Like the yeah. fact that you could give someone medication to not catch these drugs from their partner and actually prevent infection helps stop this spread in its fucking tracks. Like this stuff is so important for, I mean, even if you you don't have to have HIV. You don't know anyone who has HIV. You don't give a shit about HIV. It doesn't matter. There is a disease that harms lives in our society. And the fact that you would cut funding for it so that more people can catch it in your state makes no fucking sense. But it was because... And, and the office is even like talk like it, it, there was actually um, high meetings that have been recorded. People have like put the audios out there or basically even said it was because of negative media coverage. The governor is doing this like because of Matt Walsh and because of the Daily Wire, the Daily Stormer, whatever the fuck his newspaper is. It is the Daily Wire, but it's a ben, ben Shapiro's company. It's not Matt Walsh's company. He just contributes. Yes, but it was Matt Walsh's contributions. Um, he's the one who did the uh, the, the Tennessee uh, uh uh, Bill uh, Vanderbilt, not Vanderbilt. Um, yeah, the Tennessee Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Um, so yeah, Shapiro owns it. But yeah, it was Walsh's investi quote unquote <laughs> investigation to to like to rub it in even further, right? 
So what they've actually talked about is the Lee administration has now come out and said it will replace the $8.3 million in grants with state funds. Uh, and it's doing that to give it the, the, the justification for this is to, quote, give it the freedom to target resources as it sees fit. And again, I'm still quoting them. We think we can do that better than the strings attached with the federal dollars that came our way. And that's why we made the decision. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so basically right now, um, the CDC has even said that the, the people who are at most risk are LGBTQ people, sex workers, and intravenous drug users, right? And, and unhoused. These are the most at-risk communities to spread and catch HIV AIDS. Right. So everybody yep. that the GOP doesn't give a shit about. Exactly. And after this happened, after they said that we're going to do it ourselves, Jade Byer, who is Lee's press officer, uh, wrote in an email, and this is another quote, the administration is committed to maintaining the same level of funding while more effectively and effectively serving vulnerable populations, such as victims of human trafficking, mothers and children and first responders. So none of the people who are actually at high risk for HIV and AIDS. No, no, but no. it's also people that uh, it's harder to argue against. Yeah. Or uh, base. Yeah, Millet of, uh, from an organization called AMFAR had a quote saying, Tennessee is preferring to fight a fictitious epidemic rather than their very real HIV epidemic. First responders are not just at risk for HIV anywhere in the United States. Sexual trafficking is awful, but it's not a major contributor for HIV cases in Tennessee or elsewhere. Women compromised 9% of HIV diagnosis in Tennessee in 2019, down from 14% in 2016, and only one in six babies were born with HIV in the state annually from 2016 to 2020. More than half of new diagnoses in Tennessee were men who have sex with men in 2019, according to the State Health Department surveillance reports. I'm reading an article from ABC, by the way. This is why it doesn't sound like my voice. Um, the CDC released a report warning that 220 of the county of the, the country's counties, including 41 in Tennessee, were at high risk of HIV and hepatitis C outbreaks among people who inject drugs. That population accounts for 5% of new Tennessee HIV diagnoses in 2019. So... That's what they're doing is they're basically cutting this funding because Matt Walsh fucking said so and are then spinning it as, no, we just don't want all the restrictions the federal government gives you so we can help first responders and women and human trafficking victims, which, again, aren't getting HIV. But now they can not care about intravenous drug users they cannot care about the gay community they cannot care about men they cannot care about the unhoused they can just rip money away from them and say we're doing our part to stop doctors from cutting off wieners of children yep that sounds about right that is where control becomes the vehicle of oppression is is this right here absolutely it's a prime yeah. example so thank you, X and Punky, for that uh, incredibly depressing news. Um, but it needs to get talked about. I'm actually going to post a link to this article on the Twitter. I'll put it in the Discord, too. Um, so if anyone wants to read it, you should. It's, uh, it's pretty fucking terrifying. This is the problem with a republic. If you get states' power, and this is, and this is where I, 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 I break off uh, from federal leftists who are anarchists, because... Anarchists will tell you the smaller the group, the better. And I just don't. I actually think that once you get to smaller organizations like states, you when you break away from that federalized system, you allow, again, and it, and it works both ways. There can be good. Like, it's nice that California and New York have all this power, right? 
They can actually serve their people and communities in ways the federal government didn't want to when Trump was president. And it's going to come in handy when DeSantis is president. He's like, we should just kill all the gay people. And the powerful states are going to go, okay, no. Um, But it also allows for smaller states, or not even smaller states, it also allows for dumber states to do horrible shit to the people. Like the fact that Tennessee is even allowed to do this is because we're a republic and the state has the right to deny care to its people. Whereas in another in other countries where they aren't republics, regions don't have this power. When the central government decrees something, it is law throughout the land. And in here, we do this, we get DeSantis punishing Disney because they made him sad. And human trafficking people in the country and suffering no consequence for it. And Tennessee deciding they're just going to let everyone who has HIV die because Matt Walsh says babies need to have their wieners in an epidemic that isn't even happening. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It is, it is, it is a fucking maddening shit show funhouse mirror place we're in right now. Yeah. No arguments here. Yeah. I, I, I completely and wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, unfortunately, this is the world that we live in. It doesn't have to be. You're right. It doesn't have to be. So, everyone, spend your afternoon thinking about violence against the system. It's the only way to change things. And stop clinging to your liberal fantasies of reform, because this is where it gets us. And if you are someone who just wants to reform the system, feel free to email me and tell me why I'm wrong, but uh, this is what you get. Begging for reform and peaceful change brings us more to this, and how long do we let this continue and get worse until we decide to get off our asses and do something about it? That's not going to happen until actual concentration camps. Unfortunately, historically, you would be correct. People need to starve or be in concentration camps. I, honestly, it's got to be the starving because we already have concentration camps. Yeah, but those are just for non-American citizens who gives a shit. Fair enough. Well, everyone, hug the people you love tight. If you know anyone in Tennessee, help them out. Because we like to pretend that HIV and AIDS went away after Reagan went away. And it didn't. It's still fucking here. It's gotten a lot better because of organizations like the CDC, because of federal funding, and because we have gained humanity in treating a disease uh, that that absolutely transcends gender and sexuality, and it affects everyone. And to villainize people who have blood-borne infections is just the height of shittiness. It's a real DeSantis move. So, do something about it. Find people you care about, take care of them, reach out, try to be any kind of assistance to anybody you might know who could be affected by this. And take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember that the revolution is you. 